Hi there, I'm Lewis, and my many sexual endeavors have left me with what doctors call a chronically itchy sphincter. <laughs> One in ten males, like myself, suffer from this anal ailment, and the ring, ring rash is no joke. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, Strepsils have created a revolutionary new suppository that helps relieve the, tra the trauma in my taint. No longer will I find myself in embarrassing situations, such as rubbing my hair against the tree because I'm feeling the itch while walking in the park, flossing with a towel for a little too long after a shower, and that time I went to the emergency room because I fell onto a toilet brush Anus first. Strepsil suppositories. Because I have a dirty asshole. Disclaimer, this is a fake ad. We are not associated with strepsils. Please don't put them up your butt. Hello and welcome to episode three of Unpaid Overtime. This week I'm joined by two very esteemed guests. You won't have heard their voices be here before, but I'm joined by Barney. Hello, hello. And I'm joined by Rich. Hello. Let's get started. Um, Let's. How, have, how have your days been? Um, all right, thank you. I've polished off a Domino's. Excellent. And uh, that's, always, that's always a good thing, I think. Yeah, I, I've seen off a McDonald's, so... Yeah, I've had a KFC. Is, wow, we've keeping keeping the high street busy. Yeah, um, which is important at this time. You've got to eat out to help out. I believe is the uh, is yes. the saying. Yeah, or eat in to help in. Eat eat mm. in to help your gut in. Eat eat somewhere to eat, eat so that just we so that just, you can help. Just eat. Just eat. To eat. We're, I think we are helping Just This eat. is brought to you by Just Eat. It's not brought to you by anyone. It's Get brought to you by us. say Just Eat. No. no. They, they don't pay for no. this. <laughs> don't Shit. give them free advertising. Um, Deliveroo. Uber Eats. Uh, Deliveroo. Other, uh, other delivery, delivery services yeah. exist. Yeah. 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 All the others. Hey, what did we watch this week? Uh, I believe we watched Tropic Thunder, Barney. Oh my God, what a great film. I've not watched Wait. it in so long. I didn't watch that film. Oh, oh shit. Oh, fuck. We put... What did you watch? You didn't watch Tiptoes, did you? I thought. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought we were watching Tiptoes this week. Oh, we agreed. Fuck. No, I was going to do Tiptoes the week after we do Debbie Does Dallas. So. Yeah. I thought we all agreed that May was going to be Gary Oldman month. It's all right. I remember. Gary Oldman. We should be okay. Gary Oldman. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. How uh, How your... Your new sunglasses coming along, Barney. You had much of a chance to, to crack them out? I don't think I've actually um, been in direct sunlight since I've bought them, if I'm honest. They've just been because of draw. the draw. Uh, yeah, I've... It, well, I, I work and I, I don't work. play. I work. <laughs> I work and I don't play at all. So, no, they've had no use, I'm sorry to say. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully in the next few weeks we might see... 
uh, a nice sunny weekend that I take advantage of and I can show people my new Tony Stark look. I mean, yeah, that'd be, we might even be. see each other. Oh, wow. But let's not push it. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's, not, let's not kill the mood too early. Yeah. I've also, I'm just looking on the BBC weather and it's saying that probably probably unlikely to use those glasses because it looks like we're uh, forecast to get some uh, tropic thunder. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Wow. That's that's a great little segue. segue the movie from the we segue watched, which into was the uh, to the movie that most of us watched. Um, so what? Tell, tell, can anyone tell me a little bit about what Tropic Thunder is, please? Has I, anyone I, has anyone got the blurb open? Uh, I can make up a blurb from what I can remember from the film, and then we can see how close that gets. Lewis, you're the host this week. Please make up a blurb. So. Tropic Thunder, and I believe they called it this in the film, or I believe they called it something completely different, but I'm going to make an attempt, is the truest fake war film. No, the truest film about a fake war book film. A, the, 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 it's a true story. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to help this, me. I, I genuinely was, did think I could get it. Very, very close. True story behind the making of the most expensive fake true war story ever. It was quite close. Well done. Yeah. So I mean, most of those words were in there. So yeah. well, huge <laughs> congrats. Yeah, yeah, the, and that's the, all languages at the end of the day, right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's just words, really. Uh, speaking of most expensive war film, do we know how much it cost to make and how much it made? Uh, Over. A thousand dollars. I do you know what I reckon that's probably correct. Uh so the budget for it was ninety two million dollars and it grossed hundred and ninety five million at the box nice. office. Those Sounds are big good. numbers. Those uh, are quite big numbers. Yeah. Les Grossman would be very happy. God, that's depressing. Yeah, let's released, talk about Les Grossman. It released, it released in two thousand and eight. That makes me feel yeah. very old. So, wow, that's a long time ago. Do you know what? This was the best part about re-watching this film for me, is that I've only seen this once, and it was in the cinema. So the last time I saw it was 13 years ago. Um, and just as fucking funny the second time around. How's that even possible? Because, like, 2010 was only four years ago, it feels yeah. like. That is horrible. Yeah. yeah, that is absolutely horrible. People born in the year 2000 are now 21 years old or yeah this is their 21st year yeah there's not that's, a that's not a single teenager Horrific. that saw the last millennium that's disgusting oh they need to get out yeah apart from if they're listening to this podcast then come we on we love in. you guys oh speaking of which we we have a couple of um listeners from over over the pond at, at, at mm. least two yeah, it at least be, two it could be more it could be eight <laughs> But if you're listening to us from either the US of A or Canada, um, we we see you and we not say in hi. a creepy way. We love you. We love yeah. you. Hello and thanks for listening. And uh, if you want to reach out on the Insta, what's our Insta, Rich? Uh, unpaid underscore overtime underscore podcast. Wow. What? A, yeah. That is fucking spectacular, isn't it? Yeah. Fo- follow us for teasers of what films we're about to watch and we are such teasers particularly rich yeah alternatively i love love teasing if if those two users are instead just sitting somewhere in birmingham uh, and they're using a vpn smart choice 
Well done. Yeah, great choice. Look after Protect yourself. yourself. Yeah. The internet's a scary place. <laughs> you might stumble on this. <laughs> you yeah. might accidentally. You might be trying to find some dodgy internet things. Whatever you might find. Whatever dodgy things are usually on the internet. Um, I don't know. Uh, you might even be maybe. trying to find sound employment advice for a for a job that is taking advantage of you and and this this is not what you want maybe you were downloading the freshest tracks from uh i don't know justin bieber on limewire and mm. this podcast came up as a virus that'd be cool that would so. be cool actually I'd, I'd be quite happy if there are any people listening out there that have had us as a virus just i don't know insta insta what do the kids say insta us mm. dm us dm us In- slide now dms mm. Insta us. Insta me. You, can, you can tell you weren't born this side of 2000. <laughs> hey, hey, Insta hey, bro. hey, children. No, hey. No, no. Hey. Oh, We're dear. not going down that again. <laughs> hey, hey, people. Hey, social media Uh Hey, come on, Insta us at, at, at unpaid underscore O-V-E our time underscore Pod C A S T nice. on Instagram. Yeah, that's that not, was real yeah. smooth. Thank you. So, um, yeah. so yeah, we were going to start talking about Les, weren't we? Yes, let's talk about some Les. Uh, Les Grossman, played by uh, our good friend uh, and Scientologist and Scientologist Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to address it. But how? What? Why are his hands so big? He, they, <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking that they, they're he's clearly covered in prost, uh, prosthetics, like from head to toe. Like he's got big, meaty, hairy hands, uh, big sausage fingers, and I like it. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm just I trying like to it. find if there was a reason. Uh, I also although, like the fact yeah. that out of all the roles, you know, Tom Cruise is is renowned for doing his own stunts on movies and really giving it his all. And I think that Les Grossman is probably a character that. Uh, exhibits that the most yes i'd say i think les grossman would definitely also be a scientologist oh absolutely yeah Um, seems like the sort of person i mean he's got moves though he has got moves he's he's got the slickest moves i think that uh when he hangs at that uh iconic phone call and then turns (laughs) around and goes (laughs) find out who that was Oh, so he's good. Just, just absolutely fucking going off on one and <laughs> not even knowing who he's talking to. I've definitely actually, worked with people like that. Yeah, yeah, I've actually, I think I've actually got, uh, I actually, one of the things I wrote down was his final line before he hung up, uh, which was, uh, I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will fuck you up. And then he hung, hangs up the phone. <laughs> and then, can you find out who that was? <laughs> I love it. There's just so many yeah. good roles in this movie. I mean, especially because yeah, I, I don't know. It just it hits that it hits that that note of um, classic Stiller Stiller movies. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, and there's some great names. There's some really great talent in this movie. You got McConaughey. Um, McConaughey. 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 I I realise that every time I try and do a Matthew McConaughey impression, I didn't hit, I didn't realise it until I heard back one I did when we was talking about tiptoes and. Is how when I when I try and go Matthew McConaughey, that's Bill Clinton. That's not. That is <laughs> that's, true. That is not Matthew yeah. McConaughey. I, I, before we go any further, I want to test a theory that I've got. Um, go on ahead. the count of three, I'd like us all to do our own very very short Matthew McConaughey impression. 
very short, like okay. two or three seconds. Okay. okay. That's oh, fine. God. Okay. Three. What, like a line from a movie? No, just whatever comes to mind when someone asks you to do a, a Matthew McConaughey impression. Sure. Okay. Three, two, one. All right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, I was going to go full on Wolf of Wall Street with a beaten chest, but Rich, Rich has got the whole script right, memorized. All right, all right. And then yeah. there's Rich. Rich has done the, um, Rich, Rich is doing the whole like minute long monologue from that Lincoln one. advert he did. Yeah. Life's, life's like an open road. <laughs> but yeah no star-studded cast in this one um i'm obviously a big fan of robert downey jr he i quite like i like what he does in this i don't think he'd get away with it this uh, not he i don't think movies would get away with uh you know with blackface these days it does it in an interesting way though, doesn't it? Because it's obviously yeah. like it's so heavily parodying the absurdity it of is. attempting it. Um and they even it address is. that, don't they, to the point where later on when he's he's you know, the other guy asks him uh, who was it, Al Pacino. Yeah. Al, pa- <laughs> Al Pacino asks him like why he can't break the character, he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I I yeah, I really enjoy Jack Black in this movie as well. Yeah. Sorry, uh, before we go on to Jack Black, uh, I, I was trying to remember the quote. With um, it says another point when Robert Downey Jr.'s character is convinced this this is all this isn't re- this isn't fake. This is mm. real. We're we're in we're in the shit. And um, and then Stiller says, "If this isn't real, why are you still in character?" And then RDJ RDJ just breaks out with, "I don't drop character until I've done the DVD commentary." <laughs> <laughs> And a fun fact is that's true. Like he remained in character no way. for the actual DVD commentary. That's fucking great. <laughs> um, so yeah, check that out if you've not seen it. Yeah, I love that. I love. I bet. I bet actors appreciate being given an opportunity to do films like that as well, where they get to really. Because I know that Robert Downey Jr. is quite a um, excitable actor, anyway. But in terms, you know, like with an Iron Man, you know, it's not exactly a. A, a role that's void of comedy but i bet they really enjoy doing roles like that i imagine so yeah. it's a, it must be a bit freeing to have a bit of fun yeah mm. tom cruise especially i think that was but i think that's why his character's so good is because it's out well, they, of place yeah they originally tried to keep him secret didn't they they didn't want um they tried to they hid all promotional material of him until the film's release because oh. um, they didn't want anyone to know yeah. that he was going to be in it it was a, it was a great role i think it, it's the role I like of his more than anything else, just because it's completely different. You know, it is um, like he is a very good actor. He's very good at what he does, um, but he absolutely nailed this, and it's completely different from anything we've seen uh, in a Tom Cruise movie before. Yeah, um, brilliant. Um, but uh, yeah, taking uh, moving back to what Rich was saying about Jack Black. Jack Black's in this movie is Jeff Portnoy. Is another great character, drug addicted uh, guy <laughs> whose farts are funny. Loves, it, loves his jelly beans. Yeah, and I think there's um, uh, a really cool thing about this movie. I, I really like the intro to it. I remember the very first time I watched it, I was like, you know, the when this first came out, 
you got these fake trailers at the beginning and and yeah they're really cool and it's a good way to introduce everyone you know you don't come in and it's kind of force feeding you or trying to find clever ways to introduce who people are what they do and find out about their characters because you've got these trailers at the beginning you know you've got the booty sweat ad which introduces al pacino you've got the scorcher six trailer which advertises hug speedman you've got the fatties which is kind of a almost like an eddie eddie murphy sort of movie isn't it Mm, yeah. uh, which is um, Jeff Portnoy, and then the Satan Satan's Alleyway, which oh, Satan's. introduces Kirk Lazarus, and I completely forgot that Tobey Maguire was in this. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was such so a good. great cameo. Satan's he was a late stand-in as well, I think. Really? Um, yeah, I don't think he was meant to originally be in it. I don't <clears> know who was originally cast to be in that scene, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was a last-minute stand-in. Because he was only on set for like two hours to do the scene, and then that was it. He was done. Just go in and hold hands with Robert Downey Jr. and leave. Yeah, that is the uh, that is the Spidey Iron Man crossover we've all wanted for <laughs> for so so long. For so long. Um, it also reminds me of the posters that are at the end of Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, yeah. Well, or Twenty Two Jump Street actually. Yeah, but they just like they just have fun with it, right? They've obviously just been given. I also would like to to know how much input maybe some of the actors had on the, on those trailers because I imagine they're not, you know, they're not an integral part of the story. So there must've been a lot of flexibility in how that was played and what they said. Well, if they said anything, mm. so yeah, it'd be really so fun just, to see that. I'm just reading some more stuff about, uh, sorry, I'm looping all the way back to Tom Cruise. You know, originally he was cast as Rick Peck. Oh really? Yeah. So he was originally cast as Rick Peck, but he left the role um, because he he actually suggested himself adding the character that he ended up playing. So originally, Rick, originally Rick Peck was supposed to be played by Owen Wilson, but after his suicide attempt in uh, 2007, he dropped out, and that's where Matthew oh, McConaughey gosh. came in. Christ. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, clearly, Cruz got the better role there. Like, Les yeah. Brosnan yeah. is a much more prominent role in this movie. Like, Matthew McConaughey... He doesn't really stand out at all, does he? He's like he's obviously a big name in the movie. TiVo. Um <laughs> You want TiVo? <laughs> Do you know what though? I actually I I actually think that he was really good in I thought I, I he did actually stand out for me because I just thought that the idea, especially when he gets conflicted between um <laughs> yeah, when he, you don't know what he's thinking when he's talking to uh Les about the, the G five or G six, wasn't it? <laughs> the G five. Yeah. So you're talking about the aircraft? <laughs> yeah, and then he's look he's looking at the yeah. um the next scene when he's looking at the picture frame <laughs> the picture. and then the G five owners magazine. <laughs> I also love in um, that scene the um simple jack poster that's just a motorized arm and the fact that that put that like whatever you call it, the stand up is just it must have been on twenty four hours a day for however many years it would have been since that film was made. Just the yeah. fact that he's just got this motorized simple jack in his office that's just whirring away <laughs> constantly. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I think he played his role well, but I think just compared to some of the other roles, like Les Grossman was such a big character. And well, again, like Jack Black, Jeff Portnoy was yeah. a huge character. And there's there's just a lot of competing personalities in this, isn't there? Agreed. Um, Bill Hader blended into the background a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what? That, that That's that's who I was going to bring up, actually. I absolutely adore Bill Hader. 
and he still did a really good job in it but i just felt like he wasn't really given enough to do no um but then in contrast i think les les's character was just because like you know if you took him out i think all the other characters would have been on a bit of a level playing field but he kind of stole the show yeah uh, I will. I will say one thing about um, one line that really cracked me up from Matthew McConaughey's character yeah. was when. Um, so he, this is just when, this is when Tug Speedman has gone it alone. Uh, the others have turned back. They're all like, "No, this is not safe. We're turning back." And Tug Speedman's like, "Nope, I'm carrying on with the movie." And he's going ahead. He runs into a bear. It's like kind of all dark, and it's like this, this dramatic uh, fight, fight to the death with this bear, yeah. kills it, and then kind of the lights come up a little bit, and he sees it's this cute panda. Um, he gets he gets a phone call while he's wearing the, he's wearing the fur of the panda. He's wearing his head as a hat and, uh, and a cape and stuff. Um, he gets his call from Matthew McConaughey, and Doug Speedman's like, uh, ah, "I killed one." I killed one. The thing I love the, the most. most. And McConaughey's like, you killed one? What? A hooker? You killed a hooker? Okay, this is what you need to do. You need to get some limes. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda? Amanda? You killed Amanda? I killed a panda. Amanda? Um, oh, that, yeah, that's a, that a really cool scene. So excellent. Just his, that, that, that whole scene was so scary. I was going to ask you, do you think uh, favourite bear scene... Tropic Thunder, or um, the name of the film with Leonardo DiCaprio that the I Revenant. can now not the remember. The Revenant. I really enjoy the Revenant scene, but just because of how violent it is and watching Leo get thrown around <laughs> like a little ragdoll. <laughs> would you would you prefer a bear scene as long as the one in The Revenant, but of the same vein as the one in Tropic yes. Thunder? Yeah, you don't even need to finish that yeah. sentence. Mm. I would one hundred percent watch a bear fight between Ben Stiller and a panda. Yeah. I'd watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'd watch a ten minute like even if it's like ten minutes of the same kind of close up thing where you don't really see anything, <laughs> it's just a scuffle <laughs> and then the payoff that is is a cute little panda. Um, it's just the face it's pulling. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not even like it's it's oh yeah, it's just like, it's it's eyes just a little <laughs> happy face, but it's dead. It's dead. It's dead. Um Another favourite scene of mine comes quite near the beginning uh, when, uh, I can't remember, did, can you remind me of the actor, not the actor, who does Steve Coogan play, what's his name? Uh, he's the director, isn't he? Oh, he's Damien he's Cockburn. Damien Cockburn. That's the one. Or Coburn, however you want Coburn. to say it. Well, it depends if you're drinking port or not. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, the bit after he basically blows up the whole jungle and we get introduced to Les for the first time and Les is just like, where's the key grip? <laughs> yeah. The biggest fucking guy in the room. <laughs> Punch, that, Punch guy that man right in the face. face. As hard as you can. Uh, uh, sorry, man. And he literally just breaks his nose. Yeah, Les, That whole scene with Les is fucking excellent. Like when he's like, can't see people. And then when he... Um... Or is it when Four Leaf does his speech as well about like not knowing what real war's like and that he served this country and stuff? And mm-hmm. Les is just like, "Yeah, that's really great." And I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut your fucking face and let me do my job. Uh, yeah, I think he he killed that character so good. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's just a shame 
that he's a Scientologist. Yeah, it is a yeah. shame. But, you know, we all have our flaws. So I really true. like at the end... Not me. I like the end with uh, Bill Hader as well. He's like, a monkey could do your job. And then they have to have a joke about it. They just grabs at the last thing. <laughs> he's like, but just remember, a monkey could literally do your job. Job. <laughs> it's just so fantastic. It's just like the perfect, like... It, oh, just, just yeah. They they portray that. He portray, portrays that character perfectly. So fucking good. Um, oh, I did make a note of uh, one of my favourite quotes from Robert Downey Jr. Actually, uh, and this is towards the end. Uh, so I'm ju- we're ju- obviously we're jumping back and forth a little bit today, but um, towards the end, as they're gearing up to go and save Tug from Flaming Dragon, is it well, mm. Flaming Dragon? Um, as they as they go to save him, uh, so Robert Downey Jr. is looking a little bit scared. He's been questioned about it, and he comes up with this amazing quote of, "I'm just a little boy playing with his dick when he's nervous." <laughs> I don't remember that bit. I mean, I don't think I made it up. <laughs> no, it was it was definitely in there. That that whole bit where they're trying I'm to rescue like Tug boy. is just full yeah. of like the best quotes of the movie. It's, it's yeah. extremely quotable movie and extremely part of the movie. Uh, quotable part of the movie is yeah towards the end. Um, I mean, should we address the um, uh, the point where Jack Black's character eats a bat and then gets very ill? I was going to um, say that is that's one of my notes. Where he literally chases the COVID bat down and <laughs> fucking munches it. Um, you know, I think obviously he's obviously on a come down, isn't he? So it's yeah. Unless it's unless they're doing a Simpsons and they predicted COVID predicted right back it. in 2008. I, I was about to say, you know, that there's an internet theory somewhere that all events in the world happened have been have already happened in Ben Stiller movies. <laughs> yeah, Ben Stiller did it. Yeah. Just like the Simpsons yeah. did it first, but yeah, I I just love the whole slow um, meltdown that Jack Black has as part of his come down. You know, before they before they go into the um, the camp where he's talking to um, oh god, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, Kevin Sandusky. Yes, and he's yeah. having that conversation, and he's literally he just pulls him really close, and he's like. If you want to get make it through this thing, you need to tie me to a fucking tree. <laughs> no matter I'm not even saying. joking. So I'm not even joking. The minute I smell it down there, I'm going to be gone. Yeah. And then yeah, once once I get down there to rescue. Oh, spoilers! By the way, fuck. <laughs> Every I, time. I, mean, we, I think at this point, yeah. Don't if I think I think the only, <laughs> we've, we've rattled think, off most of the movies. Yeah. If you're going to listen you. to the podcast, we're going to spoil the movie that's in the title. And if we yeah, go to yeah. spoil another movie, we will we'll we'll raise that issue. We will try to remind you of spoilers at the start of every episode, but it might be you know thirty minutes yeah. in. You'll either yeah. get a spoiler warning or an apology, or both in this so, case. Or both. Well, so far, so we're sorry. <laughs> Three um, episodes in, it's been sorry every time. It has been sorry every time. Jeff uh, Jeff Portnoy, though, my one of my favourite things visually about his character is that he in his helmet. The only two items that he holds in the strap is a half-eaten Hershey's bar <laughs> and a condom. <laughs> Always prepared. It's the only Always two prepared. things you need. And yeah. um, just one more quote from him was when, at the end, when he grabs those two fistfuls of heroin, 
and he puts them in the guards' faces, and then he's like, "We we gotta get we gotta get out of here out of here quick. We've only got sixteen hours till yeah. they wake up. <laughs> Move quickly. Move quickly." Um, uh, since we're talking about the end, um, I do want to go uh, talk about when they go in for this rescue mission. Mm-hmm. So they've worked their way into this kind of camp, this flaming dragon camp. Uh, with Robert Downey Jr., he's dressed as a <laughs> rice farmer. Firstly, I think I, I thought he was a poppy farmer. <laughs> he well, yeah. He first claims he's a he's a rice farmer. Uh, says he owns a, a rice paddy. One thing I found really funny was that he was kind of talking. I mean, what was it? Vietnamese, I guess. I think he said Chinese, didn't he? Didn't he say he could talk Chinese? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't entirely sure, um, but whatever, whatever he was speaking, he was doing it in his in his character voice, and yeah. uh, I can't remember what what the. It's not, I can't remember what his character was called. Uh, uh, kind uh, of that that Kirk that Kirk was playing. Uh, I can't remember the. No, I can't remember his character name. But anyway, um, uh, Lincoln Osiris. That's the one. Yeah, he was playing Lincoln Osiris. But he was putting on that accent behind the uh, behind the language he was speaking, which is quite interesting. Uh, but he had a really another really cool line here. Uh, RDJ's got some of the best quotes of the movie, I think. Um, so just see, so he's getting away with it. The guys have snuck in behind Flaming Dragon, and so just about just before he turns and walks away, uh, he says, "Yeah, I'm going to go back off to my poppy farm or whatever it was," or or the guy tr- makes him trip up. And he said, and so the guy in Flaming Dragon, the, the small boy who I guess is the leader, the chief, said, uh, "What what kind of farmer are you again? What kind of farmer?" And he he pulls his gun out of his dress thing, and says, "I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker!" <laughs> and starts firing. Unfortunately, it's not a real gun. But, but this is what I don't understand: how the hell did they make it so far through this with fake guns? Well, the thing that got that kept getting to me was when they when they were in there. So initially, they they got everyone on the floor. They were firing these fake guns. Everyone was on the floor. They dropped their weapons, and rather than picking up the real guns that yeah. had been dropped, they just continued running around with their fake guns. Um, but I think that's just a testament to how <laughs> ridiculous the movie is. That's oh, phenomenal. I, it's a shame because I don't think it's a really good. Uh, well, it's not a spoof movie, is it? But um, that kind of there's a bit of slapstick in there, isn't there? And I don't yeah. know. It's wrong. To, I'm not saying I'm not doing the whole. They don't make movies like they used to. But if anyone listening has any suggestions of movies that are like this, uh, that are still being made today, then please let us know because I'd love to watch more like this. Yeah, agreed. Especially because um, I'm not sure... I don't know any recent Stiller movies off the top of my head. But I'd say with the exception of Funny People, which I thought I saw in the cinema was actually very good. Mm, uh, very good. Sandler movies seem to have taken taken quite the fall. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. I mean, I've start, uh, we started re-watching uh, Sandler movies recently and his older stuff is just brilliant you know the um you've got happy gilmore big daddy's a good one mm. uh billy madison 
Uh, Click is obviously it's kind of it's it's a midpoint. I think it's I, I quite enjoy Click. Yeah, I remember it's, enjoying it's, it. Mm. It's it's not one of the um, kind of ridiculous ones that kind of lean too much into slapstick and not being funny enough. No. Uh, have you seen his latest stand-up special that's on Netflix? No, no. Uh, it's Adam Sandler, one hundred percent fresh. I'd recommend that. It's very good. It's it's like classic Adam Sandler uh, back in his stand-up days. There's yeah, yeah. It's just really good. It, it's brand new. Well, I say brand new. It's brand new like six months ago or nine months ago. <laughs> you know, it's musical numbers in there as well. <laughs> A nice tribute to Chris Filey. So, yes, it's worth a watch. Really good. I'll give that a go. Did uh, Talking about Sandler movies, did anyone watch Hubie Halloween? I did, yeah. Is it just me, right? I mean, I watched it. I I couldn't for the life of me understand what he was saying. <laughs> he speaks like this all the time. And I find it really difficult to understand what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of a Sandler thing, isn't it? To do these... Um, do these kind of strain these characters with uh, speech impediments and stuff? And you, you be the one. It's just yeah. a, it's just kind of a thing he does. Uh, uh, might be something that's pulled from his old stand-up routine. Um, but yeah, it, my other half did say when we was watching it, I can't remember. So we probably arrived at Hubie Halloween um, after watching other things such as Little Nicky. And uh, and things like that, and she was just like, "Why? Why does he keep using this this kind of speech impediment in, <laughs> in so many of his movies?" Um, because it works. It, it does. Works. It, does it work. makes him money. It does. That's, it does. That's what I was going to bring up. Is have you seen the thing about Sandler? Uh, people essentially just working out that his most recent movies are just him convincing movie studios to let him take his mates. Yeah. on lavish vacations and they did like a they, they basically listed the cast members the shooting locations and times and stuff and the budgets of these movies just to point out that he's basically just filming a lad's holiday yeah amazing um, and you know what fair play to him yeah oh, yeah say. definitely i do the same thing th- yeah although i don't enjoy some of his later movies as much. Um, I would absolutely do the same. The same as if people complain about uh, celebs selling out, air mm. quotes, selling out and doing... Um, it's like, bullshit, I think, isn't it? Uh, I think uh, George Clooney like got shit for doing an espresso ad oh, and things yeah. like that. It's like, you're going to... if It's money. You know, we all want to yeah. earn money for our for our families and households and stuff and so yeah adam sandler got paid 250 mil for four movies by netflix fucking hell what i mean movies were those so hubie halloween so what's he like murder mystery or something uh so hubie so murder mystery is obviously one of them uh hubie halloween's the second i don't think the other two have come out yet i'm guessing the other two must still be in production I mean, this this guy knows how to negotiate a deal. He gets twenty to twenty five percent of each film's revenues as well. Jesus, no, that's that's in that is insane money. Yeah, my God. Oh man, and people laugh at him. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Well, yeah. talk talk about money, uh, and we'll go back to like celebrities selling out in a minute. But um, you just reminded me of a really interesting quote from Michael Caine. 
and he was Mark asked Kane. about Mike O'Kane. Uh, Michael O'Kane. He was asked about. He was asked about Jaws Free. Um, he was asked about that movie, and because uh, they were talking about how it had been like absolutely panned by critics, and the quote is, uh, "I have never seen it, but by all accounts, it is terrible." However, I have seen the house that it built, and it is true, terrific. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's absolutely it. Like I'd, I'd air quotes sell out in a minute to you know make good money, and if it's something you enjoy doing, and you can enjoy the benefit from it, yeah, then you know is it selling out? I, I, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's the internet, isn't it? It's just people on the internet. Uh, keyboard warriors keyboard yeah. keyboard warriors just um yeah same just, as musicians right it's like a lot of them get told that they're sellouts because they change their style or they go in you know go in a different direction but people seem to think that that music the music that they produced or the movies they produced or the books they produced prior to that are somehow going to be like burnt and destroyed and never available ever again and you're yeah. never going to be able to listen to it it's like no if you if you enjoy older stuff from a musician that you like well guess what you can fucking listen keep, to it keep listening to it still yeah like Spotify. It, of course, yeah like and okay of course it's disappointing like it's always disappointing when you you don't get more of the thing that you want but yeah to, to call them sellouts i mean anybody who says that they wouldn't sell well air quotes sell out for 250 million for four films you can shoot wherever you want and a 25 percent cut of the profits is a fucking liar I'd sell out. I'd do. I'd do a chlamydia ad for five grand. Like I would do quite literally I'd, anything. I'd, I'd be the money. face of herpes for like five to ten grand happily. Just like that, like give, that give me if you're listening. Give me a call. Yeah, that scene. I'll do any with Joey when he, yeah. when he's in the subway. And he just seems that he's. No, no, the one where he ends up being the face of chlamydia on subway yeah. ads. Oh, no, herpes, God. isn't it? Oh, is it herpes? Like, yeah, yeah, Herpes, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to chat out that woman in front of it, and she just looks behind him in horror. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I would do that. I would definitely do that. Yeah. There are companies where you can, they'll pay you quite a lot, it's like quite a lot of money to get your car wrapped in an ad for their product. Have you seen this? I have not. Tell me more. Um, let me see if I can. Let me see if I can. Um, what does a uh, what does who who's Joe's Rogan assistant that pulls up stuff all the time? Jamie, Jamie. Okay, I'll get we'll get Jamie to pull that. Pull up. that up, young Jamie. Well, yeah. um, while you discuss, uh, just talking about movie negotiations. I was just just perusing the internet whilst we've been talking. The Star Wars cast, the original. So Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, like the the big three from the original thr- trilogy. They actually negotiate for a quarter of a percent of the total profit from the franchise in their original contracts, where they all got paid one. Th- no, wait, sorry. Harrison Ford got paid five hundred dollars a week for the original. No way. Yep. So he ended up getting ten uh, k to star in A New Hope. Fuck off. But then obviously got quarter of a percent of the rest of the movie profit for the rest of time. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. So in, including re-releases, TV screenings, etc. I also and Star think, Wars. I, I feel like he also did something quite clever with merchandising for a film as well, where he took a lower fee, but took up, 
a percentage of merchandising. Do you know what? I'm I'm trying to wrap my brains. I know the exact same story you're on about. And I think it was Harrison Ford, yeah, who basically just took a very, very minimal fee, but was like, yeah, any any of the merchandising costs, I'll take like 1% or whatever it was. It was Star and Wars. absolutely made a fucking killing. It was Star Wars again. Yeah. So he, yeah. He, oh, so it was, um, it was for the Force Awakens. Because did, didn't so he, Lucas do that when he sold... Am I? Am I? I am right in saying Lucas sold Star Wars, right? I mean, obviously I Disney so. owns Star Wars, but I'm sure that he sold the the actual like the rights. movie making rights, but retained merchandising, and that's obviously ended up being an incredibly lucrative deal. Fact check, uh, young Richard. Uh, no, no, no. He he sold off everything. So he he sold everything to Disney in 2013. Uh, okay. Yeah, he sold off. So he he owned the merchandising rights for forty years. But I mean, in that time, he sold four billion dollars worth of DVDs and VHSs, three billion dollars worth of video games, two billion dollars worth of books. So I'm pretty sure he's made his money out of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he, right. he he's currently worth six point four billion dollars. Yeah, he's got he's got like a huge ranch and probably like, he's probably got ranch. several ranches. So yeah, going back to Harrison Ford, it was on Force Awakens. He made twenty mil, so he was one of I think he was one of the lowest oh no wait. So he was one of the highest paid actors of the movie, but he also managed to get half a percent of all sales as well. So he made an extra seven and a half million. Yeah. Wow. I guess, I guess it helps that like out even outside of Star Wars, uh, Harrison Ford is a huge name. Yeah. So he he has a huge amount of negotiating power with uh, within these movies. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is he coming back again as indie? He is, isn't he? That sounds familiar. I I feel as if I have read that somewhere, but I I don't remember if that is true or if I'm. I know he is. So it's he he's back in it. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it, and so is Mads Mikkelsen. Nice. Okay. That's nice. quite a good cast. Yeah. As long as they don't bring aliens into it again. Oh, Happy Jesus days. Christ. I, I tell you what, I there's I like I like alien movies if I know it's an alien movie. Like uh you know, Close Encounter, things like that, um, Independence Day. You go into it going, These are alien movies. Yeah. yeah. With movies like Indiana Jones is um was it like Crystal Crystal Skull, was... uh, yeah, with um, Charlotte Booth as well. Yeah, so I went into that like, okay, yeah, it's going to be Indiana Jones, it's going to be some cool artifacts and stuff, and then turned out to be aliens, and I was fuming, absolutely fuming. <laughs> I had a similar situation with um, uh, what's that Nick Cage film, the the Knowing, and I really enjoyed that movie. It was such like uh, it just seemed like a paranormal kind of creepy movie for for the like ninety percent of it. And you get to the end, fucking aliens! Like why should we pull should we pull out more spoiler warnings? Here? Oh yeah, we should put out spoiler uh, warnings. If you haven't watched, if you haven't watched uh, the Knowing, which, which was released in two thousand and nine, which so. was released in two thousand and nine. <laughs> sorry, spoilers. <laughs> sorry, Lewis. Um, <laughs> but it it was uh, in fairness uh, it could be a spoiler because it's on Netflix at the moment I think yeah. well 
So sorry. You've ruined it we'll, for them. Netflix we'll, is going to pull that tomorrow. I apologise to our listeners in uh, Canada and the US. We'll dub the, uh, we'll dub the warning in. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Western slash alien things, Cowboys versus Aliens. Have you seen it? I uh, funny story. Did I don't know. Have you? Did you guys ever come across um, Empire? Un like unleashed or something it was like you know empire mag the movie mag yeah yeah so they used to have have a film festival at the o2 uh no it's not called empire unleashed i made that up but basically <laughs> um it was like a festival that they put on and they used to get like advanced screenings of like films uh or that sort of thing um and i went to it one year and like you had to like pre-book the activities that you wanted to do on the day. Yeah. They had like mystery screenings and all this sort of stuff. And I saw Cowboys versus Aliens. I think it was about two weeks before it came out. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. But the highlight yeah. of the whole festival was uh, there was a mystery film I booked, and it turned out to be Drive with and Nicholas no. Refn was there. No had a way. Q and A with him afterwards. I've what sh- the fuck? Sh- shook his hand. Um, haven't washed it since. Yeah, it's still. <laughs> yeah. I think it's been about fifteen years. Still not washed it. You just got a, a, oh, is, a latex got a glove on and it's bag over it. Yeah. Or it's like the uh, in Zoolander where uh, I think it was Dave Duchovny's character where he's got like that glass uh, like shield over his hand. He was a hand model and his hand was perfectly preserved. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Cowboys vs Aliens is a very good film. Yeah, because I, I'm sure I saw that it was that didn't do too well on the old critic reviews, but um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't have any expectation. I didn't know much about it at all, other than the cover art, which was Daniel Craig standing very imposingly with a sort of plasma rifle thing, and yeah, so I didn't know much about it, but I really enjoyed it. Hey, are you guys going to be watching the uh, Ben Askren v Jake Paul fight this weekend? Um. I said yes. Would anyone judge me? No, no. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm all absolutely up to seeing Jake watching Paul it. getting absolutely fucking smashed in the face. I truly hope, uh, yeah, as it, as Lewis so delicately put, <laughs> that uh, we see Jake Paul uh, put to bed by Ben Askren. The problem is, is he has handpicked Askren because Askren's a grappler. He'll yeah. he is all about working on the floor. He goes into fights like. Masvidal when he fought Masvidal and he knocked him out within what was it like two seconds? Yeah, was it two seconds. Because he goes yeah, in was... with his head, it goes in with his head down and literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah, he uh, went. He went for a takedown and Masvidal caught him with a knee to the face. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I don't know. It, to be honest with you, I know people keep on saying that it's a, a one-sided fight, but I don't know. I wouldn't be so sure. I'd love to see Jake Paul get his ass handed to him. But I feel like he's picked wisely by going for Askren, knowing that he'll keep his chin down and he'll just walk into punches. Yeah, but at the same time, this is the first fighter, this is the first professional fighter that Jake Paul has met. Uh, you know, his previous bouts have been against, you know, like an NBA a dunk champion or something, <laughs> something. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know who else, like maybe a YouTuber, I guess. Oh, it was a YouTuber, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I have no idea. I've I've only really 
heard about Jake Paul through this fight with Ben Askren. Oh, he fought Deji, didn't he? That was it. The because Logan fought KSI and Jake Paul fought Deji. I want to shift back to uh, something that we talked about earlier. Um, I was definitely wrong about how much money you could make uh, on getting your car wrapped by a company to advertise a product. Because you could, uh, I mean, if you think 500 cool ones uh, or 500,000 cool ones for a punch in the face is, is impressive, how about up to, up to 100 pounds a month? To have your car wrapped by a company. Now that is big. What would you be promoting? That is big money. And that's a particularly good deal at the minute because I'm not driving anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just so leave my on, car on the drive. <laughs> anyone on my street, those those uh those costs per impression are sky high. I mean, uh, my car's at the back of the driveway, so you know nobody's seeing that. Well, this one is trusted by uh, this site. You can. It's trusted by Pizza Hut, Just Eat, and NSPCC. So you could very similar. Um, you could buy like a real stinker of a car. Like try and get a car for like a hundred quid if you can, something that barely runs. Get that wrapped, drive it home, and then just obviously ditch it, ditch it somewhere no one will see it. Put it in a garage or something, saw in it, and then just keep that coming in. You know, hundred quid a month <laughs> for doing nothing. You know, after wow. a month, it's paid for itself. Yeah. Free money, yeah. Can I just say I'm 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 just going out on a whim here that Lou, you and I are on the same uh, website, car car Yeah, we'll we'll bleep out the name. Yep. Um the bottom of it, right if you scroll right down, yeah. does it, it makes it look like a dating site. Yeah. I think it does. And it's like uh, it's also the the, the giant throbbing heart. Yeah, the matching process begins. And also the fact that they ask you, they're like, we ask you a few, we ask for a few details about your car, lifestyle, and driving habits. It's like, all right, well, I'm not getting paid fucking anything then. <laughs> I drive super aggressively. <laughs> I don't drive at all at the moment. And when I do, I drive to one specific location and back again during I, working hours. I flip off every person I drive past. <laughs> yeah. I am a horrible, horrible driver. <laughs> I know that this has not got a segue at all, but just so that, if people are interested, uh, it, we got it wrong. It's not Cowboys versus Aliens. It turns out it's Cowboys and Aliens. What? And Wait, the what? reason it's so fantastic is, is this a Mandela? Is this a Mandela effect again? No. Yeah. Well, this. So it, it's Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, and the reason it's so fantastic is because it was directed by none other than the fantastic John Favreau. Uh, so that explains a lot. Talking about the um, Mandela effect. I'm sure I've spoken to you guys about this before, but I'm just going to put it back to the group again. Monopoly Man wears a monocle, right? Don't do this to me. Yes. Why? No. Barney? Don't. I I thought he did, but I'm sure you're about to say he didn't. Share he doesn't. Screen, Richard. He doesn't. I think if I was to... If I was to relay this back to anything, because, yeah, in my head, the Monopoly Man had a monocle but i wonder is this because of um ace ventura pet detective um because he had, there was that scene where ace bumps into this guy with glasses uh, with a monocle and a mustache and he's like hey it's the monopoly guy and so i think that that's maybe painted that picture for me okay so 
Yeah. Monopoly um, Man, Sun Monocle. Yeah. I mean, it blew my mind when I when I found out. Bloody hell. I wonder what other... What else don't we know, man? Yeah. What else don't say. we know? Uh, I'm just looking now. Um, Skechers. The shoes. Mm-hmm. Skechers. Skechers. Um, there's there's no T in that in see Skechers um, Skechers yeah, you laughed I, what hang on there's no T in Skechers which is strange that's that's not um, Febreze how many E's are in Febreze without looking one oh I oh in Febreze oh are we talk, uh, three two there is three so f-e-b-r-e-z-e but uh, a lot of people and myself included thought there was there was a double e in there so f-e-b-r double e-z-e and is it breeze is it febreze or febreze see i thought it was febreze like february february complete fuck up on my part too that's not even enough to make the word sound like it needs to. <laughs> it's called febre. Febrez. Who it's said the, one initially? It's the Portuguese. It was me version. as well. Yeah. I mean, that makes it even worse. One. Yeah. <laughs> febre. 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 <laughs> uh, which is the perfect time, I believe, for a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of cleaning every single day? Need a break from washing those pesky dishes? The ones that just keep on piling up? Or maybe you're sick of waking up in the same bed, doing the same park walk every single day. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I like the the suspense at the end. (laughs) Hey, thanks for that sponsor. Um, Here's another one. Pikachu's Pikachu's tail. And I can't, I, <laughs> <laughs> and I, do you know what's really funny is that I thought this was I, like an anti-Semitic board game. Do you know what's really funny is that I've literally just come across exactly the what Barney's just about to say, and I don't believe it myself. Um, oh, go on. So I'm gonna have to do some research. But uh, describe Pikachu's tail to me, Lou. Zig. Uh, okay, so like a lightning bolt. Yeah, starting smaller at near his ass. Yes, and getting larger as it gets further away from his ass. Yes, and yellow with a like a brownie Where, tip. Okay, so the the Mandela effect is that though many of us clearly remember black detailing on the Pokemon character's tail, no. but in reality it's yellow. So. I protect Pikachu. Yeah, just look no! at Pete, look at Pikachu's tail. So, um, I and I swear I could remember the end of his tail being black with kind yeah. of this zigzaggy pattern, but apparently it's not. It's just it's bullshit. It's a lie. Oh my god! Neither of them. Oh, Pichu does. Do you want? Oh, Pichu has a black. Hear... No, he just have a totally black tail. Do you want to hear another fun one? Yeah, keep Please. going. So, uh, so you know the scene in Star Wars where uh, Luke has just fought. Darth Vader, um, and uh, he chops his hand off, and he's clinging to that bit of metal. You know, there's the big reveal line. Somebody hit me with what the big reveal line is. Luke, I am your father. 
okay. Right? I, 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 yeah. Everyone, everyone knows that that's the line, right? Obviously. (laughs) It's not at all. It's not the line at all. He doesn't say it. He says, no, I am your father. Yeah, he doesn't say Luke at all, does he? That's utter bullshit. It is, isn't it? Somebody's edited this. Somebody's fucking edited this and just changed it. (laughs) Maybe they're just, yeah, someone's trolling us. Wait, hold up. Right. If I was to say to you, Forrest Gump, chocolates, what's the line? Okay. Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So life is, right? Yeah. Life was a bo- like a box of chocolates. What? Life was like a box of chocolates. I know. Okay, now I'm convinced that this is... Oh my God, no, this, this, one, this one's even worse. This one's even worse. Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter, right? Most yeah. famous line from that movie, what is it? Hello, Hello Clarice. He never says it. He simply oh, just says, he says, he says, good morning. That's not, no, what? no, that, that one's got to be a lie. I don't know like this game. The no, only problem is that never happened. When Clarice first meets Hannibal Lecter, he simply says, good morning. That's it. And nobody knows. Nobody I, knows why. What? I feel like it's one of these things where, oh. it, I think it's other movies, isn't it? Like other movies have quoted Silence of the Lambs and they say, hello Clarice. And, and then it just has a knock-on effect, isn't it? Because you hear it and you go, yeah, that's Silence of the Lambs. Because if in the movie someone just said, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I, I don't think it, um, you'd really put two and two together. Um, that is infuriating. <laughs> yeah. um, so here's here's the big one. Uh, you know the song We Are The Champions? Yes, by, by Queen. Yeah. Um, so here, here's what it says on that. We all think of Freddie Mercury belting out of the world at the end of We Are the Champions, but it never happened. What? Um, so no. at the end of We Are the Champions, uh, apparently is so I in my. In my head, it ends with "We are the champions of the, of world. the world." Yeah, yeah. But apparently, that's not the case. What says what who? Yeah, says GoodHousekeeping.com. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. <laughs> How do you spell Looney Tunes? Um, it's L O O N E Y T U N E S. Well, good for you, Barney. Well, well done. Tunes. Do you remember tunes, the, the cough sweets tunes? Yeah. I remember absolutely blasting through those as a kid. Mm. Like they were going out of fashion. Yeah, I like... Um, I do like tunes. Um, what were the other ones? The ones that absolutely cleared cleared out your nasal passage? Is it, it begins with a H. Uh, oh. Uh, Holes, holes, We love whores. Um, if you pay them extra, they'll blow out your nasal passages. <laughs> um, yeah, that, blow, they, blow you right out. Blow you right out. They were great. Um, I also soothers. Soothers are great. Soothers. The soothers are one that do. Ch- was it cherry? Yeah. Soothers yeah. cherry. Well, there's cherry the, the, soothers. Because tunes were the... Ch- they had the cherry tunes as well, right? And they were the ones that have, like, a con 
is it convex or concave? What's the one that goes in? Con- uh, concave. Cave. So they had like yeah. a yeah, it was like a circle in the middle, right? So they, yeah, yeah, and then they had the belly button, which, the old belly button, and then soothers. Yeah, the, yeah. So, soothers had the. They used to have some really nice flavors actually, because mm-hmm. I remember going really going off honey and lemon, strepsils, and I can't remember why. Did you eat too many and they made you shit yourself? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, very likely. Strepsils cut your mouth, though, right? Oh, God, yeah. You're Horrific. thinking of yeah. razor blades. Oh. Yeah. I know, Lou stopped doing that. He stopped putting them in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Only for shaving. But where does he put them instead? <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway actually genuinely though on the on the point of razor blades i uh shaved my face with a razor with a uh, like one of those double-sided safety razors oh, oh wow <laughs> they're better than any of that sort of fucking three blade four blade shit you can buy they're amazing have you ever tried a cutthroat razor uh, yeah. I have one and I'm, it's terrifying. I don't I, use it. I have one. I can only really use it on my cheeks because the time I've used <laughs> your ass cheeks I've, on my che- yeah. I'm, <laughs> on my cheeks. I'm an <laughs> asshole. I can only um, really use it on my cheeks. You, you cut through a razor on your <laughs> asshole. <laughs> cut it to shreds. <laughs> oh, that reminds that, that me. Of, that reminds me of a great quote going all the way back to Tropic Thunder. It feels like such a long time ago since we spoke about that. Is that this, is that this episode? <laughs> when it, um, RDJ uh, says to Ben Stiller as he's walking across the river, you're more shredded than a Juliet salad. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That, um, that's something that catches me by surprise every single time. Um, I always forget how shredded Ben Stiller is. Yeah. Like, he's he just is so unassuming. Ripped. Because um, yeah, I, I think he's like, in along came Polly or something was a big deal was made of it where I think at some point he takes his shirt off or whatever happens and you see for the first time this kind of just goofy guy is absolutely insanely ripped uh, good for him yeah fair play to the guy absolutely good for him um, sorry I segued us back into the movie when we'd done so well in getting away from it do you know um, do you know who else is really ripped you so during um, my jeans, I don't know if you've anyone seen the Justice League, um, but we did a podcast on it, episode one. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google, anywhere where you listen to your your podcasts. Uh, J.K. Simmons, we touched upon it in that episode. If you can find that moment within that episode and be the first person to comment on the timestamp on our next Instagram post, well done. This episode is disgusting. You can have the you can have the Ray Ban arms. From the sunglasses that Barney no. bought from episode oh. two. See, but are you going to give them the bag as well? I, I get the bag. No, but I, I mean, the bag. yeah, but give it to somebody that does it. Well, fuck off. <laughs> you, right. you can fight Lewis for it. Yeah. For the bag. He's 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 worse than Jake Paul, so you, you're, you're in with a chance. Yeah. In so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> He's easy. I'm a real piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a real asshole. <laughs> Such an um, asshole. You are asshole. 
<laughs> such an asshole. I'm just uh, I'm just looking at the. I, I wrote very few notes for Tropic Thunder, but um, he wrote the title. I wrote the t- I did actually write the title, starring Ben Stiller. <laughs> that was it. It was just it starring Ben Stiller. He's ripped. I wrote Tropic Thunder, and then this is a movie. Uh, just to remind myself, this um, is a movie film, and I am an asshole. An excellent quote in an excellent moment. Uh, the excellent quote being Danny McBride saying about the time that he almost blinded Jamie Lee Curtis on Free Friday. <laughs> yeah. This is going to ruin me. This is going to, this shit will ruin me. And then, please, could we talk about the iconic scene where Ben Stiller, uh, this is at the end, and Ben Stiller, or Tug Speedman, sorry, runs back into the camp because he's found his people. You know, he is home. And then you hear these gunshots and he's running back with his son, air quotes, on his back, <laughs> and his son is just fucking railing into his collarbone with this dagger. And yeah, then he fucking Ben Stiller fucking hurls this kid ah! off the bridge. <laughs> oh, did you notice the Wilhelm scream? Yeah, been pitched yeah. up a few. Yeah, did you, I noticed it even in the um, was it the very first yeah death in the very first fake trailer was the Wilhelm scream as mm. well. Do you ever wonder where you were twenty years ago? Do you ever need an alibi to get you out of a tight spot? Do you ever enjoy the warm embrace of a freshly cooked Roman with a large Peroni? If the answer is yes to all of the above, get down to your local family-friendly Pizza Express in Woking. We'll take out. We'll take all of the. All, we'll take all of the sweat out of your situation and leave you feeling dry as a bone. For reservations up to 20 years in the past, please email us on I was here 20 years ago at pizzaexpress.co.uk Please note, we are in no way affiliated with Pizza Express or other associated parties. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that one sure sounds tasty. Wasn't it? Well, I just um, can't wait for it. Um, yeah, Tropic Thunder is a great movie. I'm... I'm glad we watched it. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. Um, yeah, it was good to relive a little bit. I hadn't watched it in a few years, uh, and I'd forgotten how funny it was, but I'm glad. It also looked like the colours of the film and the actual, the way it was shot, really didn't feel like, I mean, I know 2008, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that far back, but it's, it looked like a very modern film. Like They could have easily have released that on Netflix this year, and I would have yeah. thought it was yeah. a... A movie, you know, I would have thought it had come out this year. Yeah, no, it definitely yeah, definitely stands up. It's a it's a really good film, really good cast, and uh, just yeah, a really well written story, really well written script. Hold up, I'm uh, just gonna I'm just gonna interject. It sounds like we're doing final thoughts, and we've not done our theme tune. Oh okay. God, um, Lewis, count us in, and we'll come up with a theme tune on the spot. Okay. Wait, sorry, are we going on? We're doing. We're one, going on two, your three. three. And then going, aren't we? No, sure. No, no, we're I think going on three. Please we're going can on we count down. I don't like counting okay. up. Okay, fair okay. enough. Uh, so it's like three, two, one, and then go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everyone goes on an imaginary zero. You don't go three, two, and then go on one. No. I actually just finished watching um, season three, episode 22 of The Office. 
uh, US, which uh, where Michael Scott does the same thing. They're, they're trying to count him down or up to do the coal walk, and uh, he gets thrown off. So <laughs> let's do this. Three, two, one. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Lovely. Fantastic. So, uh, Bonnie, what were your final thoughts? Um, well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it the first time I watched Tropic Thunder. I've in, I enjoyed it watching it this time, and I've enjoyed it every time in between. It's a classic movie film. Uh, it's got many of my favourite actors in there, and uh, it's just a generally nice feel-good little movie to watch with the family. You know, if you've got your kids, then uh, crack on, crack out a bit of Tropic Thunder, teach them about. Uh, drug abuse and um, and naughty language and booty sweat. Uh, mm. I'm going to give this a perfect 17 out of 7. Excellent score. Nice. Very nice. Very, very good. Do you Rich, go your final thoughts, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. I think, um, it, yeah, I found it just as funny the... F- this time round as the previous time I've watched it and the time before that and the time before that because yeah it's just a it's just a fun film with lots of obscene graphic violence and gore so what more could you want from a family friendly movie um I'd highly recommend wheeling it out at any um social gatherings and occasions be that birthdays bar mitzvahs or anything in between for a bit of family fun um, excellent and I will give it a solid uh, 33.75 out of 50. Wow. Bloody hell. Very good. Strong. I equally uh, enjoyed it immensely. The last time I saw it was 2008 in the cinema. And uh, so I had left enough time to have forgotten the fact that Steve Coogan gets blown <laughs> the fuck up. Uh, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> 20 minutes in and it was fucking hilarious and shocking and made me immediately divert all the attention I had to the movie um so yeah I I thought it was was just it was just an excellent movie so funny the characters in it are clearly having fun Uh, I mean the actors and yeah I'm gonna give it eight tenths out of one nice Jesus that's incredible um I've just remembered Ben Stiller's hands after he flips that hand grenade. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold my hands. I feel cold. <laughs> RTJ just looks down and he's like, oh god. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so god. brilliant. Uh, but but also so here, um, you've reminded me about the scene where Ski- Steve Coogan dies. And uh, Ben still just picked up his his severed his head. head. <laughs> just like, oh look at this, and he just starts ah, licking, ah, licking. It. <laughs> like, doesn't he like shove his fingers in it? Yeah, shoves his finger and he starts licking it. Yeah, Jesus. and then he starts like shaking all the entrails out, and he's like licking his neck. <laughs> it's just corn syrup. Blood tasting blood, blood corn, syrup. corn syrup. Uh. Such a such a quotable movie. It's such a good movie. I'd recommend it to anyone that's not watched it before listening to this episode. Um, 
yeah, definitely watch it. It is on Amazon Prime at the moment. Hopefully, we. I don't think we've spoiled too much. For I don't you. think we have. It's well, no more. It's, it's no more than you'll find out in the blurb. I'm. I'm. I'm going to be honest. If you're an hour and a half into this podcast and you haven't seen it yet, and you're worried about spoilers, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's the way to lose our American and Canadian audience. Don't, don't insult our listener, please. <laughs> we've we've got such loyal fans, um, overtimers, if you will. I oh think. yeah. Oh, well, are I like we branding. Yeah, are we no. branding our listeners already? Our listeners are called overtimers. I've decided. Hey, overtimers, like and subscribe. Oh yeah, we, if you like, haven't you know already, what, I think... and hit that bell. To make that's sure you f- get notifications. That's the first time we've actually done a plug on this. Yeah, we've plugged so many times in this episode. It's ridiculous. Uh, one more time for for our listeners, Richard. What is our Instagram? Uh, it's at unpaid underscore overtime underscore podcast on Instagram. But Barney, sorry, I have a question. Where on earth could I find this podcast if I wanted to listen to it? Fantastic question, Lewis. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, and wherever you get your podcasts that we are available. It really um, sounds like I could watch it anywhere. It, more or less, apart from places where we are not. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, if, if people are not- listening to this, they're listening to the podcast already, so I don't think we need to put plug the podcast unless you're listening to us on pandora because we're not on pandora yeah, exactly. but then obviously yeah, you wouldn't be listening to satellite to radio good fucking luck if finding us on pandora <laughs> well i think we I, heard. I think we call it a day there then chaps I, I guess i'll sign it off uh thanks to myself to barney and to rich for talking and thanks to all our lovely lovely listeners for using their ears and allowing our voices to penetrate your brains so until next time and next week we say (laughs) keep going keep going bye everyone keep going bye 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 now bye bye bye